Father in heaven, it's great to be here this morning. Uh, be with us. Uh, speak to us through your word today. Let us be prepared um, uh, just for this, this, uh, this season that's going on around us. God, I really pray that this is a time of growth for us, that we really grow, that we take these opportunities. Help us to open our eyes to what you are doing. God, also help us to be um, mindful of the ways that uh, things that can pull us away from you. And uh, God, I pray that you'll just help prepare us today uh, and just really be with us as we study your word together and encourage each other. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, well, let's uh, look at a few scriptures today. Uh, obviously, we're, we've been studying out uh, the book of Acts together. We're going to take, we're going to use some uh, scripture out of Acts today, but we're going to kind of obviously do a few other things as well. Um, uh, we're going to start today in Leviticus. We're going to start in Leviticus because what I want us to, to focus in on is, is let's take our eyes off of what's going on all around us and, and, and just the uncertainty that's around us. And let's get our eyes upon God. Let's see God. No, he knows everything that's going on. He's in charge. He's in control. He loves us. And eternity is just fine, guys. The kingdom of God is just fine. So, so let's see what God is doing. Uh, and what I read in the Bible, I read when God, all these crazy things happen, um, God uses those times to bring people to him. And I see God doing that. And so let's see God. And what is God teaching us through this time? Um, well, I, I think the things we have to hang on to is, one, during this time, this is going to be a little different for us and others around us, we need to stay connected to God. Stay connected to God and even grow in our connection with God. And also we're going to talk today about in our connection with one another. You may say, hey, this is going to be really challenging. We're just giving elbow daps and we're not going to be in church together for who knows how long. Well, well, God still wants us to grow in our relationships with one another through this time. And we have to be convinced of that and be determined to, to grow in our relationships with each other. And thirdly, that we're going to connect in a greater way with our community, with those around us, as we share our life, as we share our faith, as we share Jesus with our community around us. And so let's get, keep our, our hearts and our minds focused on these things. Amen, church? Are we there? Okay. Well, one thing I believe that God is teaching us is a concept that he established from the very beginning of creation a principle, a, a, uh, even one of the commandments in the, in the Ten Commandments is to have Sabbath. And I believe that we are horrible at Sabbath. We are absolutely horrible. Now, I don't think that we have to hold Sabbath as the Old Covenant says. We do. Again, we know that Jesus has come to fulfill all things. I'm not saying we got to take all of our Saturdays and do all. But, but the principle of the godliness of Sabbath is clear is very clear, and we need to embrace this God-given, ordained uh, principle of Sabbath in our lives. I believe that God is saying, hey, the world needs to, to learn Sabbath. Well, let's just look at a few scriptures. Leviticus 23, and God is serious, and God was serious, and he is still serious about Sabbath. He, here in the Old Testament, what he's setting up to teach us and to help us uh, is this, this seventh day of, of rest. He said, there are six days when you may work. But the seventh day is a day of Sabbat, of Sabbath. Sabbath, what? Rest. Rest. It doesn't mean you sleep all day. It doesn't. It doesn't. You can sleep in. I mean, sleeping's fine. Sleeping's good. You rest. And he says, and it rest, comma, what? A day of sacred assembly. 
it's a special day devoted especially to the Lord uh, of worship, of, of assembly. Now, we're not going to be able to assemble together, but it's a day of rest. You are not to do any work. Just soak that in for a moment. God says, you better not work today. Oh, yeah, sure, God. Ha, ha. No, you better not work today. I mean, that's actually a hard thing for us to submit to, isn't it? Because we are so used to, and we've been trained by you better work, you better get it done, you better get it done, you better work overtime. The good, the good noble-hearted person is always working, is always getting it done. God says, stop it. Stop working. Rest. Come and worship. Maybe God is teaching us that we need to stop. Has your, what's happening at your work these, this, this, these days? School's been canceled. Canceled. Our kids are so upset. Actually, the kids are kind of upset about that. Uh, teachers, you're getting a break. And I, I believe this whole coronavirus pandemic is all Hannah Whitaker's fault. Yes. It's all your fault. Because Hannah has been overwhelmed lately with all that's going on in her life. I was worried about her this week. And, and you know what? Hannah came in today and said, said I have nothing to do. I have no, my schedule is been cleared out. So I think Hannah was a little overwhelmed. And God said, okay, we're all dead the coronavirus. And we'll have, no, so it's all your fault. So, um, but God said, hey, Hannah, stop. Hey, teachers, stop. Hey, businesses, Hold on, bam, stop. Uh, he's put a pause in your life in some way right now. There are a lot of things that have been canceled. Sports have been canceled. If you want to watch sports right now, you have to watch reruns of last year's NCAA tournament. That's what they're playing today. Yesterday, they, they were showing, it's just, yeah, you can watch, what can you watch? There was rugby on yesterday, I think. <laughs> ESPN website is a joke. You go, there's nothing to report. It's like, okay. We're talking about the NFL. Who's going to be playing? I mean, there's nothing, ESPN, there's nothing to do. So poor guys who sit there, I can't even watch sports. Um, your life is different. It's very different. Well, what are we going to do with that? What are we going to do with this opportunity when God says, stop working? You know, there's times to stop working through the week. He also, he also set up, in Leviticus 25, he set up a Sabbath year. Do you know that? A Sabbath year. The Lord said to Moses at Mount Sinai, speak to the Israelites and say to them, when you enter the land I'm going to give you, the land itself must observe a Sabbath to the Lord. The, look at it. The land itself. This is not, this is, this is ordained by God for all of creation. That sometimes creation just needs to just chill out. To be reset. He says, for six years sow your fields, and for six years prune your vineyards, uh, vineyards and gather their crops. But the seventh year, the land is to have a year of Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to the Lord. Do not sow your fields or prune your vineyards. He, said, he says, take, don't do your crops for a whole year. Well, what are we going to do? Well, God provided, and there was stuff that still grew from the year before. It says, take a year off, and that was good for the land. If, you're, if you've done farming, you've got to let the land rest, don't you? You can't wear it out. The land's got to be replenished. You know, our lives, we need to be replenished. He said there's a special year of Sabbath. Um, he says every, look what happens every, every uh, let's keep going on, uh, Leviticus 25. And he says, count off seven Sabbath years. 
seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbath years amount to a period of 49 years, then have a trumpet sounded everywhere on the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement, sound the trumpet throughout your land, consecrate the 50th year, and proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. You shall be, uh, it shall be a jubilee, a jubilee for you. Each of you is to return to your family property and to your own clan. So every 50 years, there's this year of jubilee, a time that's going, a year that's going to be very different than any other year. And I think we'll look back at 2020, and hopefully as Christians, we can see it as a year of jubilee, not a year of suffering necessarily, but a year where God just said, stop it. Chill out, time out. I'm going to totally, you know, uh, change your life. And I think 2020 is going to be a very different year. I mean, well, all the things we planned from Olympics to this and everything is uncertain right now. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Uh, but for us in our faith, what is God doing? Is God saying, hey, we need to reset. And you would think every person probably once or twice in your life, you got to experience this year of Jubilee. This doesn't happen very often. So it's a year to kind of reset. He talks about canceling debts. He talks about just all these, th going back to your hometown, reconnecting with your family, reconnecting with your land. You have, you have more time to do this. Make sure you build those connections. You, you reestablish those. Uh, maybe this is a great time to build some reconnections with relationships you haven't had in a long time. Who knows? What is God doing at this time? Well, I think we should embrace this. And these are the things we're talking about. How can we embrace this time when God has pushed pause on life where we can experience Sabbath, rest, a time to worship God, a time to draw near to God and our families, uh, this special year that this is going to be? So I want us to see God in this, not just where's the toilet paper or what's happening or <laughs> You know, I mean, just, oh, it's so weird, no sports. Well, God has said, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity we may never get again in our lives. This is an opportunity for us to connect with God and to reset spiritually, perhaps like we never have had the opportunity before. Okay? That's what we should see. So that kind of, with all the weirdness and the anxiety, that kind of excites me. It's like, Wow. What am I going to do with this time? This is an opportunity for me to grow. And, and one thing we're going to do with our family is just, just think through. Because it won't, it won't just happen um, by itself. I know me. I, I, I'll probably just want to, you know, binge watch Lord of the Rings. And then, you know, just like <laughs> we can just, just hang out and relax and just do whatever. And, and there's some things when you're just kind of being isolated and alone that can kind of creep in. Our laziness can creep in. You know, uh, you may watch, some, there's all kind of mess on, on TV you can watch and get, get into this worldly thinking. And we have to be, be careful about those things, okay? But I want us to, to, to get in front of it a little bit. What, what do I want to do? What are some constructive things I want to do? How am I going to worship God? I'm not going to be with the church here for a little while. How am I going to worship God together? We're going to do some creative things online to help worship. But I want to grow in my worship. I don't have time to worship every day uh, to grow in my study. You know, I think we're going to have some great time to study our Bibles. I think we're going to have some great time to study our Bibles. A lot of us say, oh, man, I've never really had the time to really read through the Bible before. Maybe this is time. First, you have an opportunity you can read through the entire Bible. 
You can have time every day. You could spend an hour or two reading your Bible, studying your Bible. Think about that. But that won't happen unless you say, you know, I'm excited about that. That's something I want to do. Um, your prayer life. I mean, yeah, you can't be around people. That much. You can't go to crowded places. But you know what? Uh, you can go out to the beach. You can go on a prayer walk. It's springtime. It, yesterday was beautiful, wasn't it? It's gorgeous. That's the thing about it. Like, this is just saying, okay, get outside. Get out, go to the park, go walk around and pray. Get connected with nature, with God. I mean, this, this, is, this, this is a playground around here in Wilmington. The water and the beach and the parks and all these cool things you can do. Get outside. Don't just isolate yourself in your house and just get all weird and, and just, you know, lazy. Just get out. How's that going to happen? Well, it's going to happen when I decide I'm going to do that. What a great opportunity for us to, to get out there, you know. Uh, you may wear a mask for pollen, not for uh, for uh, <laughs> things. But uh, um, what a, books you can read. There's a book my, my dad gave me, uh, you know, back last fall that I haven't even cracked it open yet. You know, it's like, wow, you know, I want to read some books. Yeah, you want to watch a movie or two? Fine, but don't just veg out on TV. Read, read some great spiritual books or a novel you've been wanting to read, something to inspire you. That will not happen unless you. Decide you're going to do that. Unless you're proactive about it, unless you're thinking about it. Uh, writing letters. You know all those things like, man, I want to I always dream about writing a letter to so-and-so or so-and-so, and you've never done it. God's given you an opportunity. To the old-fashioned way, write a letter, you know. Don't lick the stamp. you got to just, you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> get the sticker, sticky ones on there. Write a letter. Why do you think, man, during this time, I want to write, you know, three letters a week to people I've always wanted to, just haven't had the time to do it. I'm going to do that now. I'm just giving us some ideas. There, there are some great opportunities for us uh, this time, you know. But think through that. Think through that next couple of days. What are some things I want to do? What are some things God's putting on my heart during this year of Jubilee? How do I return to my homeland? What does that mean for me in this year of Jubilee? You know, um, uh, music, uh, you know, some of us, who, you got an accordion you've been wanting to play, right? Yeah, so like, okay, Chris is going to get that accordion. So I've been wanting to learn. Maybe you have more time to learn. I don't know. I mean, maybe you're, you're working on the, the piano, pick up the guitar. Maybe you are a musician, and it's time to write some music. Maybe it's time to write something you've been thinking on your own. You know, uh, maybe you're, in a, into, you're an artist, and you, you, it's time to paint. It's time to paint. It's time to create. It's time to, to, to make your craft, whatever it is. It's time to do that. That's what this time is. You draw close to God through these times. Maybe there's some house projects. My garage is calling me right now. You know, we know what we're doing tomorrow. We're going to clean out my garage. I mean, there's things you can do that are very, it's helpful, it's useful. It's a great time to do that. That's a good and godly thing. You know, you're just pointing at people already. See, all these things are happening right now. The job list is going, oh, yeah, the honeydew list. You remember that? It's time to get it done. Uh, but won't that be fun to start getting some things done? Guys, give us some time to do that. What a great opportunity. What a great opportunity. We talked in our, our growth groups about serving others. What a great opportunity to look around in your neighborhood. Oh, so-and-so, they're doing projects. Oh, can I help you for a couple hours in your yard? What an amazing opportunity. What an amazing opportunity. Open our eyes, guys. God has given us, through a very weird thing, very weird way, opportunities to experience Sabbath. 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 Isn't it cool? But let's... See God in this. 
let's let God's spirit uh, work. Amen? All right. And we'll keep talking about these things. Connection to one another. Now, we're going to have to really be careful of this because we could say, okay, we're not having church for a month, and I'll be back in a month. Do not do that, okay? You're going to have to make a commitment. I'm going to grow in my connection with one another. And we're going to have a meeting with the growth group leaders. We have some things we're going to talk about in, in building our connections, keeping them close. Uh, but here's one thing we'll see. And we're back in the book of Acts. And I actually didn't read this. We went through 10 and 11 last week. This is the last verse there in chapter 11. Look what happened. I thought this was interesting, especially in light of everything that's going on uh, around us. It says, Verse 27, during this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. So this is just after Cornelius and all those things that, you know, the church is, 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 is bringing in the Gentiles. Um, one of them, uh, a prophet named Agabus, stood up and through the Spirit predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. So the church just begins. There's a lot going on. And, and, and it's the Jews, the Gentiles, are, and, and it's getting momentum and it's growing and it's spreading. And here's a prophet comes up and says, you know what? There's going to be a very severe famine. Now that could put the brakes on things, wouldn't it? And couldn't everybody get, oh, get self-focused? Oh, we got to protect ourselves against the famine. Let's hoard all this food for this, that, and the other. And look what the Christians did. And this does happen, says, during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, the Christians, as each was able, decided to provide help for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. Isn't that cool? That they weren't thinking about themselves, they were thinking about how to help each other. And I think that's, that's the heart set of the church, because we can get so self-focused and about our, all right, I need, I need you know, Lysol wipes, I'm going to get them off, you know, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but we get so focused in on just, just, you know, we become these doomsday preppers or something, and, and uh, yeah, be smart, be wise, take care, you know. But, but I get all weird thinking like that, to be honest. I, I want to be outward focused. Who needs help? Who needs help out there? How can I help them? How can I ease people's anxiety? How can I serve other people? And they, they served. They gave for the people going through the hardest hit area in Judea. Uh, but what happened? Remember all the conflict that was going on between the Jews and the Gentiles in the Judean community? Which is the Judeans, that, that's like the Jewish, Jewish Church, part of the church. And who was going to give the, them help? It was the, the Antioch church that, that wasn't so Jewish. So uh, the Jews were very, you know, a little bit afraid of where the church was going. But all of a sudden they, they get this gift of help during this time of need. What do you think that did for them relationally? Wow. Kind of took all the edge off, didn't it? Wow. And it built them closer together relationally. So God was working through that famine to bring the church closer together relationally. So we have to see that God is working, and he works through tough things to bring his people together. And we've got to be determined that God is working through challenging things to bring his people together. God is doing that, and we've got to see that. We've got to see that. We've got to be determined to be 
to be outward focused and not so self-focused during this time. So what does that mean? Uh, for us, I mean, God has hooked us up with technology, you know. I don't know if it's from God or from Satan, but we can use it for good. But Okay, we have, we have, everybody's got cell phones. Everybody's got smartphones. It's so easy to pick up the phone and call somebody, to text somebody, to send emojis, thinking about you, bro, hey, love you, man, you know, whatever. I mean, just to encourage, and we're going to need that. Every one of us are going to need that, okay. Um, emails. And also, we can still meet together one-on-one. You know, this, this is a virus, but you can still go to somebody's house and, like, sit across the table, have a cup of coffee, you know? I mean, if you're, if you're feeling sick, don't go. But, I mean, that's not a really big at-risk thing. I mean, don't big old hugs. You can still meet together in, in small environments. Everybody's feeling good. That's safe to do. Just wash your hands. I mean, we should still do that. We should have one-on-one time. We should, and we're going to talk about how do we do that. And even in our growth groups, we're going to think about having, um, I'm thinking of call them strength circles, where even our growth groups have smaller groups, where you just have two or three or four people, where that's kind of your core. All right, right during this time, we're going to have our little strength circle. We're making sure we're keeping up with each other. We're calling each other, seeing how each other's doing, and we're practicing those things, the peace. Remember, peace. Prayer, encouragement, accountability, confession, and edification. And we're practicing this. Maybe God is saying, guys, we've talked a lot about this stuff. Now you have the real opportunity to do that, to have those spiritual partnerships. So we're going to really try to keep growing in those things. And we're going to, especially like our college students, they're, they're off. They're not here. I mean, they're in Charlotte and in D.C. Or not D.C., where is uh, Jacksonville? Like, so they're going to need to be this group online encouraging each other. We're going to need to encourage them. Uh, they're, they're, they're not here. So we're going to have to do that. Um, and then we are going to use technology um, to have assemblies, to have uh, corporate worship and classes. We're going to continue this. And the platform we're going to use, got some advice about this, is we're going to use the program Zoom. It's, who has used a Zoom conference call before? Okay. So maybe about 20% of us, okay? Um, but you know what? I think God is, is pushing us to, to use this technology. And who knows? God may be pushing us to reach a lot of people we've never reached before through this. So, so what we're going to do, just for a few moments, I'm going to have my lovely assistant come up here. All right. Um, so you should have received an email early this morning from me. Did you, get, did you look at the inbox today? Uh, no, I don't have no, I got to get Nathan's email on there. And if there's anybody, did anybody not, well, you may not have checked your email this morning. I think I've got, I might not have yours on there. Okay. Um, but you received an invitation to, to midweek service on Zoom. Okay. So this is what you receive in your inbox. So what you'll do is you'll click on the, on the link. Y'all see the link there? You're not connected to the internet. Oh, wake up. Wake up. Were you on before? Okay. I have the code for you. Did you do it on your phone? So. Yes, so you can always call on the phone, okay? Um, does anyone, I know now we're, now we're kind of morphing into more of a family meeting kind of atmosphere, okay? So does anybody not ha have internet access? 
If, is, is Ruby not have it? So we got to get Ruby. Either she can go to somebody's house, get, you know, for, for services or whatever. But I think it's probably Ruby. I think, I think everybody else does. She could call in as well. She can call in as well. Maybe that she'll feel more comfortable doing that. Um, and we do have some, some really savvy tech people. So uh, one, Pam uses Zoom all the time. She's going to help with their family group, their growth group. Uh, Hannah has time now, and Hannah uses Zoom all the time. So if you want her to come by the next couple of days to your house and coach you up on Zoom, call Hannah, and she's willing to do that. Uh, John is a great expert on this stuff as well. Um, and Rebecca is, is really good on this. And those are some great names for you. Hey, I'm, I'm not really familiar with it. Um, so, so one of you, need, I know one of you need to go to my parents' house. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and volunteer them. To, you know, so, uh, and, and the Bernardos are really good at it. So we'll talk in our growth group leaders meeting too, just making sure everybody feels, feels uh, you know, good enough to be able to do this. And, and if things don't go great on Wednesday night for you, uh, then you can have somebody come over Thursday or Friday to make sure it's good for you on Sunday. All right, so Wednesday will kind of be our, our good test. Are we on? Okay, so she, she, you clicked on the link, right? complicated you just click and say yes to the things it asks you to do and then um, you should you you may have to open it I was trying to use a computer that didn't have it on there so I'm sorry but you'll create an account so like here I would put my email in once you've created an account downloaded the thing the software sorry then you join the webinar now, we don't have a meeting running right now. All right, so, so what I'll do, you can see on the screen, I'll go to, um, to host a meeting. So I'm going to be the, the host for, for, this, for this meeting. So I just start, hey, whoa, here I am. Um, so. Did you do it on the one that you sent for Wednesday? Yeah. That just looks like the, like, that's weird. Hey, ho, it goes on forever. <laughs> little, little delay. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you will see the, the, the host. And what, what, I, what I'll have, I'll have, if you ever get invited to be a, um, on the panel, that means you're going to be a part of the service. So if you want, I want you to do a prayer or you're doing announcements, or um, and I've even called some, but the one really cool thing about this, I've called somebody, I called my, my buddy Andrew Lombardi, y'all remember Andrew, he's done some worship for us, he's going to help us out a little bit with some of our songs next week, so he's in Atlanta, so he's going to do a couple of songs for us out of his living room, so, so, so he'll be on, he'll host those songs, and then, uh, you know, we could have anybody. We could have Alex Hamilton lead communion from Denver. We could have uh, Sunny Sessions do something from Atlanta. We, could, we can pull people. We could even get somebody from Namibia on, on there for us. So there, isn't that cool? Like this, we could get a lot of great influences for our congregation. Uh, so, so as much as it will be a little different and a little bit of challenge for us, it's going to be pretty, there's some cool things that we can do with this. 
Um, and I think as we do it more and more, I've told the worship leaders, you'll, we'll have some ideas how we can make this better. Uh, so we're going to give it a go. And I uh, think God's kind of putting us in this, and, and it's going to be pretty cool. So what else are we doing here? So up, uh, I need to update, which is good because it'll show you, you know, how that works, however nothing is happening. So what you can do if, if you're trying to get in there. What's that? It's just the joys of technology. It is. You can call up Hannah. Hannah, I'm, I'm having trouble getting this updated. What's that? She said, okay, well, let me come over or let me work for you on the, on the phone with you. Make sure this, this, uh, this, this uh, works. But here's the cool thing. Uh, doing the webinar through Zoom, uh, even if you can't access it through Zoom, all you have to do is go to our Facebook page and it's automatically going to be streamed through Facebook Live. So anybody can watch what's going on through Facebook Live. Okay. So that's another way. Um, we have some new church cards that we're going to hand out. Ushers will hand out with the gloves on in a little bit. Um, and on the back of our, our card, well, it's interesting because I printed these up. It's like, hey, come to church with us. But uh, no, you can't do that for the next month. But what you can do is go to our Facebook page or go to our website, which will have a link to this, and you can join in with us at 10 a.m. on Sundays for our service. Think about it. I know I, I have neighbors that, that they have such a hard time getting over here, but they'll do this. They'll totally join with us online. Maybe you have family that, that live in a different place, different city. Hey, join with us at church service. I mean, we, we'll have more people attend church with us than we've ever had before. I mean, think about it. What is God doing? God's working. God's doing some pretty cool things. So we'll hand these cards out and, uh, and make sure people know that we have uh, a, um, a live streaming on Facebook Live every Sunday at 10 a.m. And, you know, we'll, we'll probably have Wednesday nights as well uh, for our classes, you know. So, um, so anyway, another great opportunity. Uh, but also, as we get better at this, here's something like cool we can do. Let's say somebody's doing a, a prayer, the closing prayer, and we say, hey, at the beginning of the service, if you have a prayer request, just, just put it on the little chat line. And, and, and you can just type in from where you are. And you can you say, hey, please, please pray for this. And then whoever's doing closing prayer can just read through that and, and, and pray. In fact, we can do that. That's a pretty neat thing. And there's maybe other things we can do that, that's kind of unique to using this platform. So, so we'll, all, we'll get better at this as we go. Just look for some updates. We're going to, we're going to start it Wednesday night and try to get, hopefully get everybody on. If, if somebody can't get on, you're having trouble with it, we'll get all that fixed for you uh, by Sunday. So Sunday should be smooth sailing. And then we can uh, just start letting people know around us. Uh, if, if, if you're watching, like if you're going to plug your, your computer in the TV for the whole family to watch, you, know, that's, you can do that. It's pretty cool. and Put it on the big screen. Uh, but if it's just you, it's pretty, sometimes a good idea is to put headphones on. You can hear a little bit better. Uh, or even a microphone, you can hear, you know. And this will also be recorded, 
so you can go back and watch it later if you missed something. So there's all types of cool stuff with that. Um, so I'm sure you may have questions, and, and, but we'll get those answered, and, and we'll figure it out Wednesday. And, uh, but um, let's give it a go, guys. And so I think it's going to be some challenges to it, but also some, some benefits to this as well. And let's look at one more scripture here. Um, Acts 11, verse 4. says, those who had been scattered, remember what they were scattered from? Persecution. That persecution. So after Stephen had been martyred. So again, so we, we have the famine thing that happened, but this is, this is another challenge. This is just they're running for their lives. They're scared about going to jail. That would be a different challenge, wasn't it? wouldn't it? You know, but they're going through that. Um, but they've been scattered. You know what they did? They preached the word wherever they went. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the Messiah there. When the crowds heard Philip and saw the signs he performed, all, all played close attention to him and what he said. For with shrieks, impure spirits came out of many, and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. So God used this challenge that the church was facing to what? Spread the gospel. He used the challenge to spread the gospel. Um, in Philippians 1, it's not Acts 11, sorry, this is Philippians 1. Paul says this, I love this attitude. This is that attitude we should really emulate. Because Paul, in Philippians, what we understand, he's, he's, uh, he's not free to go. He's kind of, he's in jail or he's in, in uh, house arrest or something. Um, but he says, now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to do what? Advance the gospel. Oh, I'm in jail. I need to get out and do stuff. Paul's like, God is working. And again, this is not Acts 11. This is Philippians 1. Look at Paul's attitude. I'm in jail. You know what God is doing? He's advancing the gospel. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. So here we see again a challenge that we would see, oh, this is bad. This is challenging. The apostle Paul is in jail. Oh, man, the, the, the word can't get out. Paul says, no, this is God's plan to advance the gospel. I'm reaching these Roman soldiers, the palace guard. And in fact, what's going on with me is, is you know what? God had to put a pause button on me because everybody was thinking I was doing all the work. Now that I can't get out and preach, it's empowered them to go out and preach. And they're doing, so he saw what God was doing. God is working right now through the coronavirus. Yes, I know it's bad. Yes, I know. But you know what he's doing? He's working through this challenge to do what? Advance the gospel. Let's see what God is doing. I think we're going to have more people attend our services than we've ever had before through this time. Um, I know he's going to finally get me and all of us doing all, all this tech stuff we've thought about doing all the time. Now it's like, Kevin, you better, you better get it done. Because this, we got, it's the only thing we got. To, we'll get this done, and God is using it. Still, keep our eyes open. Keep our hearts open. Keep our hands open, serving 
Let God use you. You know what? The Belong series. You know what you'll have time to do? You'll have time to sit down with your friends and go through the Discover study, the Belong study. Hey, your neighbor's there. Hey, let's go. Well, why don't you come over? Let's get a cup of coffee. Let's look at some scriptures together. They have time. You have time. What a great opportunity to share the gospel. Brothers and sisters, it's good to be together. I'm going to hate not being together like this for a while, and hopefully this doesn't last very long. But let's see God. Let's see God. Let's be close to him and embrace this Sabbath time. Let's really be determined to be close to one another, encouraging each other. And let's really be aware of how God is providing opportunities for us to spread the gospel. Amen.